am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Eighty-five percent of the teenagers in high school have been exposed to hardcore Satanism. Jesus wants me to live an abundant human life. Satan's pretty cool. Hey everybody, welcome to Fake Ritual, the podcast. I'm your host, Rufus Gloppy, and today we're going to be learning how to cast a curse. So first, you're going to want to take a big ol' rip. And then, you're going to want to take your dagger and stab it! Hey, hey, hey! What did I tell you about smoking inside? (laughs) Sorry, dude, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And what is that? If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Blood sacrifices outside. Jesus. Hey, no need to bring him into this, but I feel ya. I appreciate you trying to help with the show, but this is no way to do it, okay? If the landlord finds out, we are fucked. Totally, dude. Totally, dude. My bad, alright? I'll just take my blood sacrifice outside, okay? Wait, uh, did you forget something? Your pet? Sorry, sorry, totally spaced. Come on, demon. We're gonna go sacrifice this chicken outside. Later, dude, have a good show. Alright, everybody, and welcome to... Fake Ritual, the podcast, your guide to pop culture and the occult. I am your real fake host, Lucas Sloppy, and today we will be listening to a conversation I had with my friend and Pittsburgh filmmaker, Shannon Rose. We really get into it over our shared love of horror films. On top of that, we talk werewolves and really get into what makes them tick. Well, before we get into it, I thought it'd be fun to read a a recent tabloid article pertaining to not only werewolves, but vampires. And this is a article from the New York Post, a reputable rag. It's titled, Woman Claims to be Werewolf After Biting Friend's Ear Off by Natalie O'Neill. This was published Halloween of 2019. Starts out, Grab your silver bullets. A Michigan woman who claimed to be a real-life werewolf bit off another gal's ear in a ghoulish attack. 
according to a report Thursday. Allison Thompson Weaver, 44, allegedly told cops she was having sex with the 48-year-old gal, I don't know why they're so obsessed with the word gal, who was role-playing as a vampire when she chomped down on her appendage on September 17th, according to the Toronto Sun. When cops arrived at the apartment in Rochester Hills, they found both women partially naked and soaked in blood, the outlet reported. The victim was also covered in scratch marks, bruises, and puncture wounds. That seems like par for the course. Miss Weaver told me that they were having consensual sex and that the victim was a vampire and that Miss Weaver was the wolf. Deputy Sean Hopkins testified in court this week, according to the local station, WTAE. And I'm, I'm going to keep trying to do this, this Michigan accent. It's just coming out, Yinzer. But the victim claimed she had actually been sleeping before the attack, which, I mean, if she's a vampire, maybe this, this must have taken place during the day. Now, here's an accent I can do, a vampire accent. I remember her strangling me, she said, according to the station. The next thing I remember is trying to get away and hearing her as clear as day with no reflection in her tone, just saying, Sorry, but you're going to have to die today. Weaver pulled the Mike Tyson meets Bad Moon style move while high and drunk, police said. This is one of those cases that will be once in a lifetime for deputies, said Officer Jason Dalbeck, who worked the case. And that is the end of the article. Pretty stupid, but pretty fun, I guess. And a good segue into the stupid and fun conversation I had with the one and only... Shannon Rose. Enjoy, fakers. I am sitting here with my friend and Pittsburgh-based filmmaker, Shannon Rose. Hello, Shannon. Hello. What's up, Lucas? Nothing. Just uh, recording a podcast. That's why I'm here. Well, just to kind of open things up, I like to ask people, and you're a filmmaker, so we'll make it real specific, what movies you've been watching lately? So I'm going to be totally honest. I haven't been watching movies I've been watching Scrubs. Ooh. Is there only. Any, well, only Scrubs. It's he, been weird. Is there any, and I, because my fake ritual philosophy is kind of that I'm constantly surprised what TV shows, movies, things you'd never think have anything supernatural or occulty or paranormal in them surprise you. Oh, is yeah. there any episodes of Scrubs? that sort of oh, yeah. stand out in your mind with maybe like ghosts or aliens Actually, or something there's there's this whole like weird plot line that happens with one of the nurses gets hit by a car and dies and she's like haunting them kind of the whole episode because she's in a coma oh okay but then they thought that that was going to be the last season 
but it wasn't. They renewed it for like the eighth season. And this actress was pissed because they only killed her off <laughs> as like a exciting like last episode. So they let her come back um, as it's never explained, but she looks exactly the same. And they just start calling her by the same name because they're like, this is your new nickname. It's Laverne. And that's the original character's name. Like, they didn't even try. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Scrubs isn't very good. I'm just indulging. Oh, by all means. I mean, <laughs> that's another fake ritual philosophy is that, like, within oh, trash lie little gems. It's super weird, but I'm on, I've watched every single episode. I'm on season eight. There's one more season. Damn. I haven't watched Scrubs in forever, but I know. I approve. Me neither. Okay, uh, moving on, moving right along, from the credits I have seen for you, you do mm -hmm. some directing, some production design, makeup, effects, visual effects. Uh, is there that moment in your life where you yeah. were like, you look back and you're like, that's when I knew, that's when I knew I had to make the movies? Actually, kind of. Um, so I've always loved horror. That's what I was raised on. Same, 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 My same. entire life. You know, I mean, being like a child, seeing the ring whenever I was in like grade school. Like too young. Yeah. And mm -hmm. my mom was like, no, it's fine. So that was my life. But I was in theater forever. I acted all throughout high school. Um, I went to Kappa, the arts high school in downtown Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, so were you theater. a... You were a drama kid or were you like, yeah. were you like a cool, like, were you one of the of like, cool ones in there? Because my <laughs> school had a graduating class of 80 and I just remember drama people being kind of like, they were like, I was in chorus and I felt like drama was like a step below yeah. chorus. For us, it was actually two different majors. So there was theater, and then there was musical theater. Oh, there's And I was in theater. Yes. So I was, you know, reading literature and, like, Mamet and Shakespeare and learning. Sorry, but more than the musical theater kids I... were, like, learning how to dance and smile. That's not what I wanted to do. Yes. Are any any fakers out there that are into musical theater disregard us and you know, <laughs> just like, you know, fuck us? Well, I love Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. So. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Exactly. See, so there's, there's the gems, yeah. like you said. But I just like I started doing some film where I senior year and there was this guy who like worked at this like after school place I went to and I showed him one of the videos I made. And he looked at me and he was in college at the time for a film. And he was like, that was awful. <laughs> he was like, that was awful. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, like that's, that was really bad. I don't, you like doing this? And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Wow, what a little fuck. Dude, no, he's awesome, okay. actually. Oh, okay. And I still talk to him. Okay. And he's, like, actually been, like, a super big support throughout okay. the whole thing. So that's kind of, it was more he was just testing you. Yeah. In a way. Kind of. I think he meant it. Like, it definitely sucked. Yeah. But just to I see was if you like, could handle it. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, fuck you. I'm yeah. Shannon, like, of course, fuck you. I'm going to do it then. 
and then I got into like stage design and now professionally like I get paid to do production design that's so awesome that's, yeah I'm in the art department and that's what I do now do sets. you uh are you in a leadership role or are you working towards a leadership role would you like to be in a leadership role as far uh, as production design whenever I'm working on uh, like union work because I'm on IOTSE the film union uh whenever I'm doing that I'm more just part of the crew but I do a lot of commercials in Pittsburgh for like you know I mean it's not just Pittsburgh stuff it'll be like First National Bank, GNC, whatever, Dick's Sporting Goods. I do a lot of actual, like, sometimes I'm in charge, which is cool. So I'll, like, uh, there's a couple companies in town that I work for, and there's one specifically that'll hire me to be, like, the designer, which has been awesome in the past. But I'm, I'm young. I'm so young to be doing this comparatively. Well, once you get few more years you'll be able to any fucking little pipsqueak that comes up to you to show you <laughs> their uh you know their their movie they've been working on you got to take after your college buddy i know and just tell them this fucking That's, sucks i'll never lie to anyone yeah like i seriously i have lost so many people and friendships and missed so many events and things that i wanted to do because of this like we work 12 to 14 hour days, oh, yeah. five to six days a week, sometimes seven. Like, I got a friend who was, I'm not sure what they were doing, but I just remember them. They were always kind of like, I don't know, like a gopher or what you would call it. You know, they're yeah, just kind like of constantly. You're there and then you're not. And, yeah, go get this, yeah. go get this, do this laundry, you know, pick this For up. Sure. And it just seemed anytime I'd see them, they would be frazzled. Not oh, a yeah. lot of time to talk. That's why I, like, try to have time to do little things. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm dating anyone at the time, I'll be like, okay, we can have dinner. Yeah. You know, like, if, if you want to hang out, like, yeah, come over, we'll make dinner. And then I have to go to bed. <laughs> but it's, like, just finding a little bit of time to be, like, a human. Yeah, yeah. You know? Totally. Otherwise... If I was just working and sleeping, which I have done, or like working, drinking, sleeping. Yes, yeah. You just, oh man, you get so lonely. I bet, yeah. And maybe like it's all you can talk about. Oh, for sure. Well, anyway, speaking of, you know, back to, you know, movies that suck, including (laughs) your little elementary school video. (laughs) uh, And being a horror movie fan, I feel like horror movies and movies that suck there is this kind of Venn diagram Mm -hmm. of like bad movies and horror movies and that little place in between where it's just kind of like it works, you know, be be horror, be horror films. Yeah. Uh, Does that aesthetic of, you know, be horror or just beyond that, just horror in general, Mm -hmm. kind of how does that inform your filmmaking? I mean, there's, there's the fine line between something like genuinely being awful and then trying to be a B-horror movie like Sharknado or something else crappy Mm -hmm. and they're trying to do it and then that in-between of like 
it's like this is so goofy like it's supposed to be scary kind of but they also are having a good time yeah yeah having a good time and also at least a degree of sincerity exactly you know that's why a movie like troll 2 is is so good because that one especially the creator the director Mm. of that he really thinks he made I know. A masterpiece, or at the very least, a good movie. And And those practical effects. Oh, yeah. But just that is what, yeah, something like Sharknado. You're like, get the fuck out of here, even with the title. I know. It's because they're like, we're going to make a B movie. Yeah. Mm -mm. That's not how you do it. No. You know? You might get one funny scene or something. The only person that can get away with shit like that is John Waters. Yeah. John Waters is like, I'm going to make something disgusting, and it's going to be awesome and like yeah i feel like eli roth started there yeah cabin fever then you get into hostel but then i feel like cabin fever oh yeah that fucking deer scene where it crashes into the car (laughs) that like hilariously like it's equal parts horrifying disgusting I love and that just gore, hilarious. And the actors are not very good. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's awesome. The fucking the guy that plays that cop. Like, well, yeah. hey ma'am, just go back inside, have another then, 40 party. Isn't the It's the one guy from Boy Meets World? Yeah, it's Sean. Right? From Boy yeah, Meets World. Sean from Boy Meets World. Yeah. I thought he was so hot. In Boy Meets World or in Cabin Yeah, Peter? both. Yeah. Still yeah. to this day. Is he alive? I think so. Here, I got Fingers I, crossed. Yeah, I hope. Uh, Sean, I'm going to call him up. Uh, Boy Meets World. I, I'm going to know his name as soon as I... Ryder Strong. Yeah. Is he cool a, fucking do, name. He's doing okay? Yeah, he looks pretty good. Uh, All right. He was married in 2013. He's 41 still, years old. Still he, married? Or? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Uh, okay. Let's keep going. Or maybe they wouldn't mark the divorce here. <laughs> he's also in Girl Meets World. Have you heard of Girl Meets World? I have. I have not indulged in <laughs> no, that but... yet. Maybe after Scrubs. Yeah, you there know? you go. Yeah, just go down the line of like, <laughs> yeah. not good, worse, very bad. Hello. Are you watching me on YouTube? Good. I'd like to play a game with you. Up until now, you just sat there as a voyeur watching other people in their videos without care about who that person is. Well, what do voyeurs see when they look into the mirror? Let's find out. Now is the time for that real shit. That horror movie talk, because we've got two big horror fans here. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, what was your first, what was your experience with horror, you know, just kind of in general as a kid? Honestly, the first horror thing I remember watching, uh, and I sent this to you, was the Vincent Price Hallmark Creepy Classics okay, yes. uh, video. He made uh, in like the late 80s, I believe, he made this weird Hallmark video uh, where he just talks about horror movies. I still have that on VHS at my mom's house because it was hers. So she would show me that. I'd make her play it on loop. And then uh, from that movie, he talks about uh, Carnival of Souls. Yes. Which is, you know, 
around the time of like George Romero, we like beginning, you know, Night of Living Dead stuff. Um, and I watched that over and over again. Night of the Living Dead over and over again. Dawn of the Dead. Really anything I could get my hands on. Uh, my mom showed me all the classics like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. All the stuff that I probably maybe shouldn't have been watching. But... Yeah, but if you got a parent that's showing you and they can at least. Yeah. Sort of brings me to my experience. My parents are divorced and every I grew up living with my mom. Every time I'd go with my dad, mm-hmm. we would go straight to a video rental place. Yeah, dude. Beeline sure. it. And we'd always get, he'd always get a horror movie. Yeah. Usually, usually something for me as well, but he'd always let me watch the horror movies with him. Mm-hmm. And he always told me that when the movie's off, the monsters go away. And for some reason, I think that was just like all the encouragement I needed to yeah. just totally be like, this is my yeah. shit. Because I would like, then, you know, growing up, I would just be drawing. I remember drawing like Jason masks, <laughs> yeah, like, and then putting, drawing a bunch of like hooks going into them and knives and like, just being like talking on the bus with friends about like, uh, Chucky versus Michael Myers versus Freddie. <laughs> like, who's going to win? Uh, but I remember, uh, and, like, I was a big Alice Cooper fan whenever I was young, too. So I remember whenever I was in kindergarten, my first concert my mom took me to see was Alice Cooper. And she got a call home because I was singing Welcome to My Nightmare in my kindergarten class. <laughs> and the teacher was extremely concerned. So she asked my mom, like, she was like, you can't sing that. Like, why is she singing this song? And my mom was like, oh, yeah, because I took her to see Alice Cooper. Yeah. Duh. Duh, yeah, <laughs> like, like, you fucking square. So, yeah, I had a creepy mom, and she raised me to be good and creepy, I guess. But Nice. I mean, I, I loved it. You know, it wasn't, yeah. like, because of her, like, definitely she opened it up to me, but I took it and ran with it hard. Yeah, my dad also used to take me to a lot of haunted trails. Same. Around yeah, Halloween. haunted houses and stuff. And I'd get yeah. sc- I would get scared. Oh, yeah. He told tells me this story. The Chainsaw Dudes came out. Oh, you know, which yep. is always the best because you kind of hear it. You can, you know, and you, you smell hear it, it in too. front of you. You smell it. You hear them in front mm-hmm. of you. You hear people screaming and you're like, here we go. I ran like <laughs> for my life. And all I remember is eventually like finding what I thought was my dad's leg. And oh then only God. looking up to see like a strange man who was probably <laughs> also like, what is happening? Like, what is, is this part this of the show? <laughs> But my dad just got such a kick out of that. But yeah, I always was just, I was always scared. Like, Oh, those things scared me when you know? I was young too. And but I loved it. It's still sort of my approach to horror movies. I, I try to be scared. Like I try to suspend disbelief. I hate, I hate people that watch horror movies with the sole intention of undercutting the scares. You know, kind of fun. constantly like, oh, really? Like, that's not even that scary. Like, You know why? It's because they're scared, actually. Yeah. And they suck. That's yeah. why. It's just because they suck. Like, you know? <laughs> getting, as an adult, watching a horror movie, and first thing that comes to mind is, is my door locked? You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, shit, I got to, you know, go downstairs to get a glass of water. Oh, like, yeah. oh, I guess I'll just go thirsty. Whenever, still, whenever I watch Saw... I'm like, what was, 
am I a bad person? Like, <laughs> yeah, the they could do that I've too. Done? Like, is he gonna get me? Like, well, yeah. Let's just we'll just get into some of our you know our favorites here, uh, and mo- more supernatural. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, actually, I have here a a list from IMDb. It's a pretty mm-hmm. simple, just kind of pretty democratic. We'll just count down these top ten here that they have. Sure, I'm down. Uh, and they're pretty standard, and I guarantee we like everyone, or at least like know everyone. So starting yeah. at number ten, 1981's Evil Dead. Mm. Not Evil Dead Two. Well, no. Evil Dead. Is can I cheat real quick? Is Evil Dead Two on there on the top ten? I don't think it is. That's fine. No, that's I like right? that honestly. People shit on Evil Dead, but. I'm the like, first two? No, I love like, the first one. Yeah. Because it was before they were like, it's a comedy now. Yes, it's you actually know? scary. Yeah, right? dude. I mean, whenever that the branches go up and like molest that girl. Yeah. That yeah. shit still freaks me out. Yeah. Just the way the, because it's stop motion some of it. And I think also I some of it's like, uh, you know, in reverse. Either yeah. way, it's very no, uncanny. Yeah. You're kind of looking at mm. it. Like the way film can do that, where oh yeah, what you're seeing is just maybe a sort of a shoddy but visual it's not effect. CGI. Yeah, you know, none exactly. of it's CGI. It's all real. It's tangible. Yeah, you know, and I think that makes it more disturbing. Like it's not like oh, com- like you can tell a computer. Did-. It's like no, like that is a branch that they made. Yeah, to, it, like crawl up her leg. Like they did that. Helps with performances as well. Oh, for sure, because they feel it. Yeah, you know? you're not just like opposite a tennis ball on exactly. a pole you really can be like holy fuck you're interacting with that effect mm-hmm. and it makes it all the more like real for the audience too for sure number nine the omen from 76 yep pretty classic yeah, scary little kid love that beginning i do it for you damien it's all for oh, you oh she fucking hangs yeah out at his birthday party i think that's the best scene in it the really movie. is they kind of uh because it's a know. punch in the gut yeah you know? happy birthday party little kids running around yeah and you don't expect it like no even when she comes out of and she's like this is for you damien you're like what what, what is she gonna do totally and then she ha- jumps and, and j- her body like catches dude yeah it's a wild idea Especially, it's not even the devil's not causing you to kill. The devil is causing you to commit suicide yeah. publicly. And yeah. that little boy, that little boy yeah. in it, like. But Damien's a cool name. It is. I have I have a friend named Demian, but not the same. No, it still Close. has a similar yeah. ring to it. Number okay. eight, the haunting. Ooh, the haunting. Yeah, from nineteen sixty three. Yeah, a scientist named Dr. Markaway decides to investigate a mansion named the Hill House. It's based on uh, the haunting of Hill House. Okay. The book, the... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna... I'm drawing a blank. I saw it a while ago. I remember it being very sort of plodding mm-hmm. and a lot of... More about tone and atmosphere yeah. than big scares. Secluded Mansion of Hill House. Yeah, Shirley Jackson novel, The Haunting of Hill I've House. seen the remake with Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, yeah, and Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. That one was rough. Number seven, The Conjuring. Of course. 2013. I'm glad that's on there. The whole Conjuring universe is awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. even the stupid ones. Like, I know the nun sucked and stuff, but 
I give it a pass because of how good the other ones are. Yeah, and I watch anything with Annabelle in it. I and, just uh, like well, dolls. The Ed, and, Ed and Lorraine Warren are so interesting. Oh too. yeah, and that's it's and they're babes. Fun. Both of them are like uh, those actors. Yeah, are like whoa. Did you know? Take uh, your what's, pick. What's the guy's name? Patrick Wilson. Yes. Patrick Wilson actually went to CMU for theater. Oh. And he uh, directed the musical Full Monty for CMU a couple years ago. That, like, stripper, male stripper one? Yeah, but it's a musical as well. He directed it, and I got to meet him and see him there. Oh. He sat in front of me, and I was, like, sweating the whole time. It was a lot. Yeah. But, no, yeah, I love the Conjuring universe. I think they're really... They, I don't know. James Wan in general, the director. Yeah. Is, he kind of ushered in the... I mean, he also created Saw. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Dang. I'm a big fan. Yeah. We couldn't... We would not have modern horror without no. James Wan. It's, it is interesting. It's like Saw was kind of a, a, whole, a new thing. But then they, The Conjuring's kind of a harkening back. They ran with like... I mean, definitely uh, has roots from Cube. Yes. You yes. know... And it definitely stemmed from that. But Cube was kind of, I don't want to say sci-fi, but just a little, you know, it wasn't horror. And it wasn't set that... in our reality. Exactly. It was some sort of, yeah, it could be sci-fi like, or yeah. a different universe. But yeah, he took that and made the short for Saw and then did the full length. And Have you seen, like and Fakers at Home, please look this up. The There's two videos. One is having Jigsaw as a roommate and the other is having Jigsaw as like your co-worker. I have. No. So this is like well-known fact about me. And it's also, I don't, you know what? I'm not embarrassed. Out of all of the franchises. And like, this is a lot to say. Saw is my favorite. Hey, yeah. I'm saying, but I'm saying like over Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I'm saying like Saw. Yeah. I don't know why. It's You're... always been my favorite. I own every single one on DVD and Blu-ray, and I have the box at, like, I don't know why. It scared the shit out of me. It really did. Yeah. Because, like, you know, people are, you know, they're fucking up, but some of them are just, like, heroin addicts. You yeah. Know? Like, the one girl's just a heroin addict. And he scoops her up and is like, I'm going to fucking torture you, basically, until you want to live again? Like, Hello. Jesus Christ. Hello, Shannon. <laughs> yeah. There's a box inside yeah. your head. That's the, yeah, those, <laughs> those videos, uh, the like, yeah, roommate and the coworker one. I forget. He wakes up. He basically, he's like, <laughs> yeah. he has all of the, the dude goes in the bathroom Mm-hmm. And Jigsaw's there, like you know, good morning, David. Like yeah. you, you know, I have placed all, I have placed all of your devices around the toilet mm-hmm. and clogged it with toilet paper. Like you have, <laughs> like you must walk across the floor of razor blades. Like, can you make it? And it's all just a bunch of disposable razors, like turned, I so know. they're blades. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. And then no, the yeah. the office one is just like. All I remember is the scene of them holding the elevator for him, and he's on his little tricycle. He's like, "Hold it! I'm totally gonna hold watch that, it Hold the elevator! Tonight. Hold it!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that little puppet. Oh I know. man, Billy, Billy the puppet. Oh, That's wow. his name. I would. Lo- I need to get a replica of that, or at least some like a bobblehead. It'd be yeah, a great yeah. bobblehead. It's fuck Funko Pop. 
Oh, dude, no, that's so stupid. Fuck that it's shit. It's not even cool looking. No. But no, there's, I forget what it's called. There's a specific mask making company and they have replicas of like a little ghoulie and they have Billy Ooh. the, you know, on the tricycle. They do like replicas of some of the like smaller, they have like a gremlin. I oh, know, yeah. I got to look those yeah. up. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna blaze through these last six. Uh, number six, the others, two thousand one. Fine, I don't like Nicole Kidman. Okay, I like her wardrobe in this movie. Well, that's fair. Very, and I like the. I watched it recently. The twist at the end. Yeah, the twist is good. It still oh, works, you know. and that's a sign of a good movie. Is if you can know the ending yeah. and still enjoy it. Uh, number five, The Innocents. 1961 have you seen this oh yeah no i have seen that i saw it very stoned at a the last one of the last times they had a halloween party at the hollywood theater in dormont right is it closed closed now i think it's kind of in an in-between place i had heard it was going to become a dollar theater and then it's been like that forever but it was hosted by doug bradley Pinhead. Whoa! Yeah, that's but awesome. But I had gone thinking like, oh man, this Pinhead, he's going to show us something fucking wild, man. No. I can't it's wait. It's kind of slow. It's and a then little it's like, slow. And I was so fucking stoned that I was just like, me and Erica were just like, uh-uh. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is dumb. This is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's not like crazy. It's a little slow, but. Uh, okay, number... And, you know, shouts out Doug Bradley. So you, you still got good taste in movies. It was just my stuff. <laughs> Number four, Rosemary's Baby. I mean, perfect movie. Yeah, I, that one sampled in the intro to the show. Yeah, dude, perfect Year movie. is one. It's, I... I had, grew up with a single... You know, well, you grew up... Oh, yeah, me too. Single mother, and it's yeah. just a story. At the end, I'm so happy when she's like, you know what? He's the Antichrist. My baby. But he's my baby, and I'm going to take care of him. Dude, a, it I'm, makes me cry. I'm like having oh, her like yeah. especially the whole gaslighting thing throughout the whole yeah. movie. Like that's just like a metaphor of being a woman. Like, yeah. Like, she's yeah. hysterical. She's hysterical. And it's like the hysterical pregnant woman. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole motif itself. Like Yeah, there's a lot. And then like, you it's, it's not like that the devil stuff is scary. It's her being like everyone's against her yeah the whole time you fucking know? her it's husband like, ends up i like oh i hate, hate him guy hate him Ugh. He his name's guy like you're a douchebag anyone automatically guy. sorry if you're listening to the show and yeah. your name's guy you get a pass but yeah. <laughs> you know everybody else fuck them number three the exorcist duh i mean just one of the best movies ever made uh yeah i mean anybody that like any if you're using if you're swearing and using jesus in the same sentence i like it you know, let Jesus fuck you. Let yeah, Jesus fuck it. you. Yeah. My, that's going to really upset my mom. But <sighs> number two, and I don't like this, Let's the sixth sense. What? What? Yeah. This what is according to, find? this is according to IMDb. This is according to IMDb ratings. Isn't that fucked up? I watched it recently. Number two? And it was two? a snooze fest. I mean, thank God the first time I did see it, it was a surprise yes. to me. Because I saw it with my mom. Unlike know. the others, the twist just See ruins both. it. Yeah. I'm just, the twist of this one ruins it. From the oh, beginning, the you're like, yeah. oh, he's a ghost. He's definitely yeah. a ghost. He's obviously a ghost. And so if I spoil that for the listeners, like, you that's start. your fucking fault. Yeah. Don't listen to a horror podcast if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Really, like. But yeah, Haley Joel Osment kills it. Yeah, but still, but, oh my God. No, that's offensive, honestly. Yeah, right. A little and, bit. Okay, we'll bring it back. Number one, can you guess what number one is? Supernatural horror movie. Number one, 
you'll know it when I say it. You'll go, oh, duh, of course it's number one. I, don't, I have no idea. Dude. It has a little boy. Okay. But that's on, not... on a big wheel. Oh, like the Shining. The, the Shining. Of yeah. course. I mean, The Shining is just, again, that's another perfect movie. Yeah. It's like almost three hours long, if not more than three hours long. Doesn't it feel f- like it. Feels Never like, feels like it. It feels like a solid 90 to me. Seriously. But I usually hate, I fucking hate long movies. I don't think too. any movie needs to be longer than 90 minutes. I think it's. But that, no, I mean, every single piece of that movie is on purpose. <sighs> At least it seems like it, you know. And if it's not, he tricked us. Take this charm, the pentagram, the sign of the wolf. It can break the evil spell. Evil spell, pentagram, wolf bang. Oh, I'm sick of the whole thing. I'm going to get out of here. Whoever is beaten by a werewolf and lives becomes a werewolf himself. Oh, quit handing me that. You're just wasting your time. The wolf beat you, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Wear this charm over your heart always. So I will start by asking you, what did you really want to be when you grew up? You're a filmmaker now, but what did you really want to be when you grew up? So whenever I was growing up, uh, because I lived with my mom, I couldn't play sports in the summers or anything. So I specifically wanted to be a professional soccer player, but not just a professional soccer player. I wanted to be a soccer playing werewolf. Now, had you seen Teen Wolf at this point? No. Oh, whoa. That's I, a movie you should have fucking I know. been yes. showing to nope. college kids in, while you were in I was high watching, uh, you know, I mean, The Wolfman. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. Well, let's fucking Werewolves, get into it then. Yeah, they've always been my favorite, and that was my dream job. For I don't even like soccer. I'm not. I can't play <laughs> soccer. I've never played soccer in my life. Also, like werewolves got sharp claws. Yeah, like yeah. they're. What I am I even supposed to? What do? size like, shoe do they wear? Am know? I going to be chewing on the ball? Like I don't know what I was thinking. Crazy little kid. I should have just said werewolf, right? Like. But at least you were thinking. Werewolf. You know, you can't get paid to be a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get paid go. to play there soccer. There we go. I was, uh, you know, thinking, thinking about my future. Yes. My whole life. Yes. Career oriented. <laughs> but so, uh, why werewolves? What is it about werewolves? I never could really put my finger on it uh, whenever I was younger, but I just always liked the raw power of like werewolves. I think that it's because they're almost a metaphor for like bipolar disorder. Oh. Whoa. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. This is something that I think about a lot. I have bipolar disorder and I have my whole life. Mm-hmm. But like whenever I was younger, I just connected with this monster. Yeah. So strongly. And then as I got older and like I was finally diagnosed and everything, it kind of hit me just one day. It was like, oh, my God. Like it's because you feel like a monster. Like mm-hmm. you can't control yourself. And you're hurting people around you that you love. You're ruining things mm-hmm. left and right. And you don't want to. Yeah. And you're still there inside. But it's like you're trapped inside of this like other 
being almost like you're trapped inside your own skin yeah and that's honestly now like that i've thought about it and i've like you know done a lot of like research and essays on it and stuff mm-hmm. like it makes total sense to me now it does yeah i hadn't even considered that yeah. now you're making me think because i feel i'm more of a vampire person you know my mom if i remember anything growing up it's like the first time i saw the lost boys yeah holy fuck that's fucking cool i want to be sutherland but now i'm trying to think what would be about me that that feels like a vampire i guess it may be that kind of outsider vibe that you know you have a small crew that you get along with but everybody else kind of feels like inferior Um, (laughs) on my on my worst on my most egotistical days i'm like fuck you fuck you fuck you i'm cool fuck all y'all i'm like i can't control myself i don't know what's happening ever and i'm just like trying but yeah i think vampires too it was um, also kind of they were something i wasn't which is like brooding they're so cool mysterious and cool every fucking year as long as i can remember like from elementary through high school, mm-hmm. when the new school year was coming, I'd be like, this is the year. This is the year I'm going to be brooding. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be just like, they're going to be like, oh ooh, what, ha- what happened to Lucas over the summer? He's so mysterious. Never, ever, no, ever I happened. Don't. First I'm day sorry. of school, I'd get Maybe yelled at for talking. <laughs> yeah. First day of school, I'd be like, Lucas, please stop talking. And I'd be like, fuck. You're not a vampire. Yeah. Didn't work. What Sorry. am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what me? Oh. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I think that was my draw. Originally. Yeah, that's really interesting. I that's because I was also reading too that they think in the past when people have been you know thought someone was a werewolf mm-hmm. or thought they saw a werewolf or thought they were attacked by a werewolf a lot there's a lot of cases to or there's a case to be made about it actually being serial killers or yeah. just you know extreme psychopaths violent yeah. psychopaths because like of just the nature of pure you know sadistic sure. and i just uh it's yeah there's like- just a lot like any good monster, you can any come at monster. it from so many different angles Absolutely. to and explain so like, many different things. Every monster is kind of the lack of control of not being able to not be that monster. That's true. They're just you know Frankenstein like they, being the most Yeah, like they didn't really have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like, bite me, you know, I'm in Twilight, please make me a vampire. Yes. But yeah, what what are some of Let's just talk about transformations. Yeah. Because I feel... I mean, there's only one answer for the best transformation. I used to think so, but I recently had a rival show up for me. All right. Well, we'll have to talk about that. But so, can, uh, I, can I say what I the best I know what you're going to say, is? and you say it. It's American Werewolf in London. Yes. That one is gnarly. It's... it's the... It's the first one where they show it from beginning to end. And they like, show it in bright light. Right. The mouth, like the animatronics that they yeah. made to have like the snout pop out of his face and the hands and stuff. It's insane. And it's all practical. But do you know what movie came out the same year? I don't know. Tell me. The Howling. 
the howling's good and like that transformation's good but it's not <sighs> american werewolf in london dude see i find it and the plot is not as good no 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 at all. of course american werewolf in london i feel like is like An they're just different movies film. but i feel sure the, the but transformation, transformation specifically the transformation scene in the howling is so gross I yeah. love, there's, I just like, all I ever think of when I picture it is he like, he's starting to turn and then like he takes a deep breath and yeah. that deep breath, instead of just like filling up a human chest, it like rips off, it off. rips his shirt open and now he yeah. has this like rib cracking, like mm-hmm. he's like seething. Although it's shot in like shadow and I think just, it's just under, a gross like. Oh, it is. It's a lot like, more gross. Yeah. It's more kind of just, uh like gory and though i would argue definitely that the werewolf the werewolves in the howling are scarier than the werewolf in, oh yeah no i think they stand on their hind legs they do they're brutal they, they have like almost like a rat mouth i know like and they have that i love a werewolf that's super fucking skinny and like that's because it's like creepy now yeah, like, like and you see the ribs and shit yeah because american werewolf in london it's more like a big dog yeah and when you see I it at the end it's like it's a wolf you know the werewolf in london though like that transformation just looks so painful oh yeah the, you know, i mean like, the beginning the it's like i think it's sam cook playing you know, real nice yeah, song. I know. He's and reading then, a book. And then just out of nowhere, he just like, like goes, Jesus. He just goes, Jesus Christ. And starts like holding his head. Yeah. And plus up to that point, you like, you really, you're seeing a character you like have that happen sure. to him. We're in the howling. It's, I'm pretty sure that that transformation I'm thinking of is the plot is something like there's a serial killer and mm-hmm. they follow the serial killer back to his like, yeah. His town that is you're not all invested. werewolves. They're all werewolves. You're not invested in him. Yet. Yeah, you're like, ooh, he's you know. scary, and that's yeah. fucked up. But in American Werewolf in London, you're like, oh man, no, dude. Yeah, you like him, and like he, it's like he doesn't want this to be happening to him. It's so painful, and he's like, ah. Oh. The chase scene in the uh, in the tu- in the subway, yeah, or whatever they call so it in England, the the tube or the, whatever. The tube. Oh, yeah, that part's. Know. The like point of view of the, of the yeah. werewolf as and it's rounding the corner. Camera stuff also is like a big. I'm a big fan of. Yeah, it's probably, like, I feel like I mean, it's kind like of a werewolf dead. thing as well. That and like how we were talking about Evil Dead before, you know, even the like spirit like going through the woods and mm-hmm, stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's just so creative. Yeah, I'm, I was trying to think of too. Like that makes me think of just different tropes in uh, werewolf movies because one is definitely. I feel like they they're often they. A lot of newer ones, especially, will show you from the point of view of the werewolf. Mm-hmm. I, also, there's a lot of, I've noted a lot of dream sequences. There's the, yeah. like, when they're the werewolf, a lot of movies, like American Werewolf in London shows you, as well as Silver Bullet, mm-hmm. when the, the, the preacher, the, the reverend or whatever, is a werewolf. He dreams of, like, his congregation becoming werewolves. And I just and, think that's a yeah. good way to kind of showcase like the, because you do wonder you're like what what's going on in the in the in the in the human's mind while, while they're yeah they're still them yeah they're like still they, them yeah you know but it's not like they just I mean some though and some they do black out yes 
and they don't you know? remember shit. And they'll be like, where am I? What happened? Why am I naked? Yeah, always But then there's somewhere they are cognizant of like the things that have happened, you know, or they like at least slowly remember. And Silver Bullet's interesting because the premise of that one is that it's not, the werewolf can turn, turns every night. Yeah. It's just the closer to the full moon, the less human. Yeah. So basically, like, on the night of a full moon, it would just be, like, full-on werewolf. Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't remember anything. Yeah. But what's interesting with that one is a lot of the kills aren't just a wolf attacking people, like, with, you know, claws and, exactly. and fangs. It's like he the werewolf beats a dude to death with a, a baseball bat. Yeah. Like, and I find that one interesting, this kind of idea that of a werewolf still having cognition a little bit Mm -hmm. and sort of that's where you start to get those evil werewolves where they're like i'm a werewolf and i like being a werewolf and i'm there you're talking that's more like untreated mental illness someone just being like like, you know what i have bipolar but fuck it well that's (laughs) like like fuck everyone i'm just gonna do whatever what we do in the shadows whenever the werewolves train themselves to the trees yes full moon it's like taking medicine you know it's like i don't want to hurt anyone so i'm gonna change <laughs> yeah. myself to this tree what like before the moon turns oh like, what we do in the shadows i love that just movie. how they you know to stay on that we'll have to revisit that for the vamp for a vampire episode mm-hmm. uh next time but just the way they like treat the <laughs> The oh, poor they're like werewolves. Gross. They're like, like the do they fucking gross. stink? And like, I like know. you can smell them. Like, they're, like their piss is like acid. Like yeah. it like. Well, that's such a, a trope too. Like, I mean. Yeah. It happens all the time that like, you know, vampires and werewolves are not friends. Yeah, underworld. Because that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's also because werewolves, like their bite. This is like a thing in like mythology and stuff. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever like that I read recently. When it, before I talk, uh, <laughs> research. See, we do yeah. the research here, <laughs> folks. It's one of the only things that can kill a vampire, besides like being staked through the heart or anything. Huh. Is a vamp is a werewolf, and that's why werewolves. Like, there's a couple stories where like they almost went like extinct because vampires would kill the werewolves while they were humans, humans. Mm. so that they couldn't hurt them whenever they turned. Dang. Yeah, because in the Underworld series, it definitely feels mm-hmm. like, just from what I can remember, it's like I only, a war. But it's also the werewolves, just one werewolf versus one vampire. Mm-hmm. You know, like the werewolf wins every fucking time. Yeah. The 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 vampires have to kind of like figure He's, out they're this. Smarter. Yeah. And but also it, because you know the werewolves aren't totally, uh, you know. They're animals at that time. But uh, so. they seem to retain a degree of... In Underworld, yeah. Yeah. I love... Some of those transformations are pretty cool, even though they're CG. Like I, I do Underworld, especially the first one. Like, we're talking transformations that are slow and deliberate yeah. and multiple, you know, multiple shots and everything. Yeah. But there is something cool when, in something like Underworld where they just like... Like, they're just like, like, and I'm going to turn into a werewolf. Early 2000s, you know, they were all about CGI, like, monsters and stuff. Yeah, you get to see it right there. Van Helsing. They didn't have to hide anything. Yeah, oh, Van Helsing, too, yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, dude. Thanks for talking. I had such a nice time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, do you... uh, 
You got anything you want to promote? You working uh, on anything or me. any past projects? I'm going to promote me. Okay, yeah. If you need anyone to help design sets or do some weird, creepy makeup or stuff, Shannon Rose, I'm on Instagram. Jeff Goldblum, that's my Instagram name. Spelled or... like his name? No, I don't remember. Honestly, sorry. Just cut that part out. <laughs> but no, yeah. Uh, You'll be tagged in the. Yeah. Figure out how to contact me, and I love to help for no money sometimes, just doing creepy stuff. Hell yeah. I make movies. That's what I do. I love it. Well, I do. I want to suggest some of the things you've worked on that sure. you showed me. Uh, and you can find these on YouTube or Vimeo. Definitely, recently you did a. Uh, helped you did production design for a music video for the Pittsburgh-based band Brightside yep. for their song Turn Off the Dark, which also features uh, a performance by Will Marshall, who <coughs> who went who went to high school with Shannon yeah, as I well as Will. as well as did the intro for this show. So definitely check that out. Great production design. Also involves vampires. Is definitely on the fake ritual wagon or in the is a fake ritual i'm still figuring out how to say that yeah. also and i don't care if you're embarrassed for this his name is fuck <laughs> which is on vimeo yeah it's on my was vimeo. a film you did in, in college, film in my film senior school year of college yeah also features will playing it was a, a mormon boy uh, uh, a bunch uh, of the kids did like dramas you know for their final scenes i made this yeah oh and it is very good and it is also very fake ritual uh involves me a demon will, yeah me and will fuck. co-directed that yes and then i did all the makeup and effects in the sets yes yeah. so yeah check out his name is fuck on vimeo and turn off the dark by bright side on youtube yep uh and then make sure you follow us at fake ritual on facebook and instagram on twitter at fake ritual blog Email us at fake.ritual.inc at gmail.com with any suggestions or complaints or fun articles or collaboration ideas, whatever the fuck. And also, uh, well, there's nothing new on there now, but I got the domain for fakeritual.com, so just go there so I get some hits. It helps (laughs) out a lot. Uh, And remember, fakers that werewolf bites will kill vampires. So hopefully that helps one of you out there. (laughs) And email us. (laughs) Email us about how that goes. All right, fakers. Catch you later. Today's show was written and produced by me, Lucas Sloppy. The intro was provided by one Mr. Will Marshall. Music in part provided by Johnny Arlett. I didn't mention in the episode, but if you would, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a big help. I just want to thank Shannon again for being on the show. And thank you, my dear fakers, for tuning in for 2021 Fake Style. So let's start this year off right, and let's go fake ourselves, all right? 
until we meet again. So long. Mm-hmm. <laughs>